0: Hey, hey, it's Krista back with episode six of I Just Want to Shine. Oh my goodness, you guys, it's been a while since I've sat down and recorded a podcast. But I am so excited to be back and to talk to you guys about such an important topic. And that is comparing yourself, comparing your life, your marriage, your friendship, your relationship, your house, your car, your body, your social media pages, everything. And there's so many more things that I wanna touch on today. So without further ado, let's jump in. I am at fault. I just wanna say that first and foremost, I compare my life to others a lot more than I should. And it's actually something that I'm working on right now. I find myself on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest even, and just really even like driving in the car (laughs) and driving by all these super nice homes and, I don't know, you know, just knowing people that I know that have these, that seem to have these super extravagant lifestyles and and homes and lives, I find myself comparing to them all the time. So I just want to, you know, do this like disclaimer that I'm not trying to preach all this stuff and seem that I'm come off as this perfect human being who never compares herself because that is totally not the case. Um, But a lot of the topics that I talk about are things that I myself need to work on and that's really why I talk about them is because believe it or not this podcast and recording it going through the process writing down doing research actually really helps me not compare myself as much so I just wanted to put that out there that (laughs) this is something and a topic that I feel like I've struggled with probably the most out of all the topics that I've talked about so far. Um, comparing is something that I noticed I started doing at a very young age Um, and I think a lot of us especially girls start to realize that oh she's got this and I don't have this or she has even just like in elementary school like someone having like the light-up shoes compared to just your sneakers, or somebody having the mechanical pencils, and I had just had the regular pencils that needed to be sharpened. You know, it just things like that. I noticed at a young age that I didn't have that other people had, and I was envious and jealous of that. So, this topic is something that I've really struggled with, like I said, my whole life. Um, but I've done some research, and I really want to share with you guys what I've found and what I've gathered. Um, And kind of what helps me and what has been helping me day to day um not compare myself as much as others i think comparing yourself is something that is unfortunately so common in this day and age and it's something that i don't really feel like a lot of us can almost help because i i don't know if it's just like in our dna or if it's just something that we've adapted to do but i know for a fact i'm not the only one that compares myself because The majority of what I see on social media is people posting to their stories and raising awareness about comparing themselves or to not compare themselves or X, Y, and Z. And so it's a huge problem. And, you know, I think that social media plays a huge part into it and it definitely doesn't help the situation, but I think that there's so much more that... Is not being talked about that we need to discuss here today than just social media. I think when people think about comparing themselves, they think of Instagram and they think of Pinterest and Facebook and they think about seeing other people's lives and on the line and this and that and the other. But I really think that it is so much more than that. So, anyways, that's my two cents on that. You guys, I struggle with comparing myself on a daily basis, and like I said, these are some things that I've gathered that I think have helped, and will help me in the future, and hopefully will help you guys as well. So the first thing that I have written down here is less time on social media. Obviously, it's kind of a (laughs) no-brainer, but really it's important to kind of limit yourself from your social media websites, whether you're on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, I mean, all of the things. I don't know if anybody's on MySpace or Tumblr these days, but I mean, all of the things. (laughs) Um... You guys need to know, and I think a lot of people know this, but somehow it still gets like unnoticed somehow, that social media is not real. It is a snapshot, like a three second snapshot of somebody's life posing for a camera in like the perfect lighting, in the the good backgrounds with the smiles and this and that and the other. And not that that's cute, because guess what? If you'll go to my Instagram, I'm posing and smiling in like all of my photos. And so it's not anything I... I don't think for me personally, that's the issue. But I also hope that, you know, I don't give off the persona that 100% of my life is constantly smiling and posing for cameras and doing this and that and the other. But... I think limiting our time on social media is so important and that's something that I've been trying to do lately where I'm not posting maybe to my stories as much, I'm not posting on Instagram maybe as much, and I'm not getting on maybe as much. Um and I think that while I'm on this subject of social media, um I think it's hard when you th- <laughs> like okay, I'm going to be totally honest, this has happened to me and this might have happened to some of you guys. I don't know. But I know this happens to me that I'll get a bunch of likes on one photo and then I won't get hardly as many likes on another photo. And I know the algorithms or whatever the case may be it are messed up and whatnot. But that kind of like takes a toll on my self-esteem. Is there anybody else here who when you don't get a bunch of likes or comments on your Instagram posts or replies to your or interactions or anything with your posts, does that kind of make you feel yucky? Because it kind of makes me feel weird. And it shouldn't. Like, I don't, I have to remind myself when that kind of stuff happens. I'm like, okay, I don't post my pictures for me just to get like 300 likes. I post my pictures, A, to journal for me and for my family because I think it's fun to go back through. And I post pictures for people to like see updates of our family and for those who love me and care about me and support me. I know that they want to see pictures of my son and my life and this and that and the other and that's why I got on social media in the first place, is so that way, A, you can keep a journal for yourself, and B, so that way your close friends and family can keep up with you and see what's going on in your life. I moved from a small town in Salt Lake City when I was super young, so I have a lot of really close family friends down there who I don't see very often. And a lot of the ways that I keep up with them is through social media, through Facebook, and I enjoy seeing all their photos and their families and things like that, so i I have to remind myself that when I don't get a bunch of likes or comments on my social media posts, not to take that personally. And it's so hard not to take it personally. But I think like for me, I just have to get in the mindset of, like I said, I don't post to get a bunch of likes. I post for myself and I post for my friends and family that love and support me. Anyways, I just wanted to touch on that really quickly. Number two is pay attention to who you follow on social media. You know, follow people who make you happy and don't make you go, wow, I'm fat (laughs) or wow, I don't have a nicer house, or wow, geez, I need to go wash my car and vacuum it out and and, you know, or freak, I need to go, you know, hit the gym and just do all these things. Don't follow people that make you feel that way. You know, I feel like we in our lives are so can be so inspired by some people, but I think that there's this line between being inspired and being motivated. And then the other thing, like comparing and being jealous and being like, that's something that I'll never be able to achieve. If you honestly feel like, say say you're following a bodybuilder, for me, guess what? (laughs) That is not possible for me. In my life, in my life choices and things that I'm doing and the way that my body is, I know that I will never be in a bikini show showing, you know, that's just not my life. And so it's like, why would I follow people that are doing that? Because that's just not part of my lifestyle and sure I have some I have a close you know a couple close friends who who do compete and that's amazing and their bodies are amazing and they that's what works for them and that's what happy but I don't follow their personal accounts that are like that because I compare myself I've gained a little bit of weight from having my son and I'm probably going to gain a little bit of more weight after I have more kids and that's just kind of like my deal in my life and so why would I follow somebody who's so skinny and so this and so that and torture myself by seeing their Instagram pictures and thinking, "Man, I wish I looked like that." So you've got to pay attention to who you're following. I've unfollowed actually a lot of like fashion bloggers that I used to follow because their life is just so unrelatable to me. You know, they're posing with their Louis Vuitton bags and their You know, they're on their way to Tahiti and, you know, it's just like for me personally, I'm just like, yeah, that is so not realistic for me. I might be able to go to like St. George for a, a weekend getaway and this chick over here is going to Tahiti. You know, I'm just like that is so not my lifestyle. And maybe that is somebody else's lifestyle who follows her and that's great. And I don't want this podcast, you know, this topic to come off. Like I'm being judgmental of those people who live those ways because that's awesome for them. I mean, sweet. Who wouldn't want to go on a vacation to Tahiti? And you know what? They probably have worked really hard for it. And that's amazing. But I also know that those types of things are kind of what trigger me. And so I've kind of made a more conscious effort to unfollow people who make me feel that way. And obviously, the the fashion bloggers or whatever, that's obviously probably not their intention to be like, oh, I'm going to make everyone jealous of me. And maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm not saying that that's their intention. I'm just saying that sometimes that's kind of what makes me compare myself and compare my life and my marriage and my, you know, my husband and his work and my work and this and that and the other. And so it's just important to pay attention to who you follow and make sure that, every time you see a post from that person, it gives you inspiration. It, it makes you happy. It doesn't bring you down. It doesn't make you jealous. You know, I follow, um, a ton of like interior designers, um, because I love getting fresh ideas for, you know, decorating my house. And sometimes I'll come across a pic and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that is so pretty. And I'll save it. And I'll just be like, man, I need my house to look like that, you know, but it inspires me and it motivates me. It doesn't, quite bring me down or make me jealous. And I think there, there is kind of a fine line between that. So you guys, I'm going to say this again, pay attention to who you follow. Make sure that who you're following gives you and brings you happiness, motivation, inspiration, and all those things. And if they don't, unfollow them. And if they're a close friend of yours, okay, then you can just mute them or do whatever you got to do. And if they come out and they see that you unfollow them and they're hurt, just you know, maybe tell them it's nothing personal, but it's just for what you have to do for your mental health at this time. There's been a couple of times where I've actually like uninstalled Instagram and Facebook and just completely taken a social media break. And that's been really good for me. And I do that every so often. And I think that it's healthy and it's good to kind of get off social media and to kind of look at the world around you and realize that there is so much more to life than Instagram and Pinterest. And anyways, so you guys pay attention who you follow (laughs) all right number three is that remember that you're an apple and they're an orange I saw this uh, quote on Pinterest when I was researching for this and I love this quote as I think it's so true I'm an apple somebody else is an orange somebody else is a pear somebody else is a watermelon I mean it's kind of a funny analogy but I really like like the reference behind it meaning that we are all different and we're not supposed to be the same In my faith, I believe that we're all made in God's image, but we're all so unique and so different. And that's like the best part about being human and being different is that we all have different things to bring to the table. And we all have different gifts and talents and weaknesses and strengths. And it's okay to have different skills and weaknesses from other people. It's okay. It's not a big deal if, okay, so for example, I've always been super self-conscious of my handwriting. If you know me really, really close, you know that if I'm like, if you have like a birthday, I never really write birthday cards or handwritten notes because I'm so self-conscious about my handwriting because it's kind of sloppy and I'm just, I just never really got that gift of having beautiful handwriting or cursive or anything like that. But I have so many other talents, like I can curl somebody's hair in like five minutes flat and it looks great. I am able to do makeup on people, I can dress somebody, I love shopping, I love interior design, all that other stuff. I have so many other talents, but I notice myself a lot of times, I'm like, ah, oh, but my handwriting, like I focus on the negatives all the time and I forget that I am an apple and somebody else is an orange and they have great handwriting and that's okay. It's okay to have different skills and different weaknesses than other people. and we were born to have different skills and different weaknesses from other people that's why we're here is so we can learn from other people be inspired by other people and then to inspire other people so remember you're an apple somebody else is an orange and that's the way that it's supposed to be and it's okay it is okay to be different Number four is to be realistic with yourself, you know, in your goals, and your wants, and realize that it's okay to just be you. In fact, that's all that you ever should be is just yourself. So when I talk about being realistic with your goals, I want all of my friends and family members to obviously reach for the stars and go outside a little bit of like their comfort zone and, and, you know, make everything that they want in their dreams possible. Of course, I want that for my family and for my friends and for myself. But I also think that we need to be realistic in reaching those goals. And that if we don't reach those goals, as long as we've tried our best, that is good enough. I think it's so important that we realize that when we are realistic with ourselves, we become so much happier because we're not expecting this huge tremendous amount of success out of ourselves and then we just become okay with being who we are and that's the main message I want to get across here is that it's okay to just be you and be who you are and it's okay not to have a Lamborghini and it's okay not to have a perfect clean house all the time I know a really good friend of mine and she keeps her house spotless all the time all the time. No idea how she does it, but she does it, and it's amazing, and that's not a quality or trick that I have, but she's amazing, and it really inspires me to keep my house clean, but it's also okay that my house isn't clean all the time, and that sometimes my dishes aren't all the way done, and no, I don't do deep cleaning every month. That's just not something that I do, and that's okay, Um, but I do have a goal, right, of keeping my house clean, and I do have a goal of keeping it tidy and deep cleaning and doing those things and I have to be realistic with myself in my goals and I realize that when I do that I'm a lot less harsh on myself and on my spouse and on my family because my expectations are not up in the stars when I can only reach halfway if that kind of makes sense so that is number four number five is find meaning in your life look around you and what you have You know, I always, I'm sure that we all have heard at least once in our life, the glass half full instead of half empty, you know, look at it half full. Um, And obviously growing up, I never really paid attention to that. I was like, well, that's dumb. But really, now that I'm older and find myself looking at that quote again, I relate to it and I appreciate it because I've noticed that the times in my life when I've kind of like stopped to smell the roses and looked around and realized what I do have, I am like so taken back and become so humbled because I am so blessed with what I have. If you know me, I don't have obviously the nicest car, the br- the newest car out there. I don't have designer you know, clothes. I don't have the most money. I'm not a millionaire, but I have like the best spouse. I have the cutest boy. I've Confident in who I am. I've got a good family. I've got good in laws. I have so much in my life. And when I just like take a second to look around at what I have, I realize how, like, what's the word I'm looking for? I realize how kind of like selfish I'm being and looking in what I don't have that I'm not realizing just the gifts that God gives to me every single day I wake up I've got a good marriage you know I can name off so many things that I'm blessed with and that God's given me in my life and yet somehow I still find myself doubting and like comparing and you know wishing and murmuring and just kind of like taking advantage of what I do have and you know we need to stop If you're like me and you find yourself comparing and looking at somebody's Instagram or looking at somebody in your church or looking at someone in your neighbor down the road and you're thinking, wow, why don't I have that? I encourage you and I challenge you to right now think of the things that you have in your life. If you have a roof over your head, if you have a bed to sleep in, if you have a person you call a friend You're doing a whole lot better than some of the other people out there. And you need to know that. And you need to know that you need to be grateful for what you have. Obviously, it's so easy in this life to acknowledge what we don't have. But what about the stuff that we do have? What about the things that we do have? Do you get to shower? That's a blessing for some people, they don't get to shower. You know, it's those simple, basic things that we have in this life that we take for granted, and we don't pay attention to them. But you guys, it's important to pay attention to them, because that's what keeps us humble. That's what keeps us happy, is realizing what we do have. And I think it's okay to a certain extent to realize what we don't have right now, You know, I don't have the car that I want to be driving by the time I am, you know, in my late 30s or whatever. I don't have like my mom dream car thing. And I think it's important that you set goals. And I think it's important that you look at some things that you want that you don't have right now because that's what keeps you motivated in life. And that's what keeps you striving and, you know, growing and gaining more knowledge and this and that and the other. You know, it keeps you blossoming into who you want to become, and that's important, but don't ever, ever, ever forget what you do have and who you have. I read this um, story on Facebook, and this just barely came to my mind, but it was about this guy who had been married to his wife for how many years, and then he met this other woman, had an affair, left her, was married to her, and then realized he had 80% of what he wanted, and this other woman that he had an affair with had 20% you know, that missing 20%. So he went with her because she had all this, you know, the 20% of what he wanted. And then he realized she was missing 80%. You know, and sometimes when you make decisions, they can be very permanent. So before you compare, before you, you know, reach for something that you're not so sure is going to benefit you in the long run, like this guy, for example, who left his wife of so many years for this other girl, you know, pay attention to what, people in your life do have rather than what they don't have you know pay attention to their strengths and not their weaknesses find your meaning in life what like what purpose does that does that person serve you you know it's just important to look around you realize what you have because I promise you the majority of people that listen to this podcast if you look around at your life right now or wherever you are whether you're in your car, your bedroom, your bathroom, your living room, wherever you are, you can look around and find at least 5 or 10 things that you're thankful for that other people would kill for. And that leads me in to the last thing is that we don't realize how many people wish that they were us. We don't realize how many people would kill for a bed. We don't realize how many people would kill for a healthy marriage. We don't realize how many people would kill for a healthy child or even just their own healthy body. You know, you think about, you see these, at least I do, these like really inspirational memes on Facebook where it's like someone's playing basketball and running and then the person in the wheelchair is like, man, I wish I had that. You know, and it's just like you don't realize what you have until it's taken from you, kind of thing. But I just encourage you guys all to realize what you have and be kind. You know, I think that a lot of the times comparing can lead to jealousy, and jealousy leads to hate. And there is so much hate in our world. We need a lot more love right now than we do hate. There's so many things you know politically that are going on all of the natural disasters that are happening right now around the world so much crime so many horrible things are happening in our world right now don't add to it be kind if you see someone you know posting on their instagram comment on it leave a positive comment tell them they're beautiful or tell them their baby's cute or tell them their new car is so awesome and that you're so happy for them you know be positive and be kind to people and if you're going to compare yourself to people, you know, at least be kind about it. You know, say, man, you, use that comparison and turn it into motivation or inspiration. And if you can't do that, you need to remove yourself from that situation. Remember that with a lot of people, we only see the best of their lives. The best of their lives. And at the end of the day, we all need to do a lot less comparing and judging And practice more love and acceptance. Not only with ourselves, but with others as well. The last thing I want to kind of say on this podcast is be kind. Like I said, comparing leads to jealousy. Jealousy leads to hate. And we need more love than we need hate. You guys, this is Krista with I Just Want to Shine's podcast. I do have an Instagram. um, So you guys follow me on my Instagram. Um, I just made a Facebook group page that I'm kind of getting up and getting in the works. So um, go follow my Instagram and then I'll just be inviting everybody who follows my Instagram to the Facebook page. Um, But you guys, this is Krista and I will see you guys on the next one.